This is Bariatric Life Podcast with Amanda and Chris. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please follow your doctor's advice. We are expressing our own opinions. You can always reach us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast or on Amanda's Instagram at Amanda's VSG. Thanks for listening. Check out the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Amanda. And this is Chris. And we're about to listen to the episode with Stephanie, also known as Bariatric Warrior. She was such a delight to talk to, and her story is inspiring. And the two dogs that are typically glued to the couch have decided that this was the interview they wanted to get involved in. There's lots of ear flapping. There's yawning. Playtime. Yeah, tippy taps on the hardwood floors. Yeah. Dobby and Luna very much wanted to be involved. So, they're making their grand entrance in this episode, and uh, we apologize for that in advance. I don't think it's their grand entrance. They're, they've entered many times. They've had cameos. But this is their first, I guess, like, supporting role opportunity. A lot of ear flapping. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. Maybe it's time for some ear cleaning. Maybe. We're going to go clean some ears. You check out the episode with Stephanie. Have fun. Hello. Welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today we have Stephanie with us. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. If you could start off with giving us your Instagram handle. Uh, my Instagram handle is Bariatric Warrior, at Bariatric Warrior. And did you have, or which surgery did you have? So I had VSG October 5th of 2021, and then I had my first revision uh, April 18th, 2022, and I'm about to actually have revision to RNY coming January. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What was the first revision? Um, it's something new in bariatric world that they use usually with people who have not had bariatric surgery. It's called a ligament teres cardiopexy. Um, essentially, I developed a stricture and my sleeve slid up into my diaphragm at 10 weeks post-op. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. So my, my journey is very different than most people's. Um, again, my body just chose to be weird. I don't regret my surgery at all. It's given me a lot of life despite everything I've gone through. Um, but I only got relief from that revision for about four to six months. And then we found out it failed. So, oh, no. yeah. So we were avoiding bypass, but we're going to go to bypass. Yep. Well, at least there's a solution. Yeah. If you don't mind sharing, what was your highest weight? Uh, 278 and I am 184. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Do you have a goal weight in mind? Um, I used to, in the beginning, I want to get to like 176, but I'm pretty happy where I am now. 
think that's my body has decided to, this is good. <laughs> that's awesome. And why did you choose weight loss surgery? Um, again, different than most people. Uh, I actually had severe gastroparesis. So the fundus of my stomach was paralyzed. Um, and weight loss surgery is a solution to basically get rid of that part, speed up peristalsis, which is the motility of the stomach, as well as wake up your vagus nerve, which controls your GI tract. Um, so obviously I was on steroids daily and antibiotics daily prior to weight loss surgery, and now I'm off of it. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's like another way to use weight loss surgery because obviously steroids maybe gain a hell of a lot of weight. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Did you get the moon face? Yes. Yep. That's yeah. terrible. And were you a, a horrific bitch? Um, not necessarily, but I've <laughs> noticed because I've had to go on steroids twice after weight loss surgery, definitely the hormone shift is way greater. <laughs> My mom just became so unreasonable in life whenever she was on steroids. <laughs> She would just get so mad if you even looked at her. Yeah. And then it, you don't sleep and you want to eat everything in the world. Yep. Yeah. So what kind of complications or like what were the symptoms of the, the, the first issue you had? Uh, so basically before obviously getting diagnosed of what was actually going on, um, anything I would eat or drink, I would throw up. I was also waking up in the middle of the night, um, like aspirating on reflux. Oh no. Like hours after eating. Um, and it got to actually the point where I could only drink like two to four ounces a day and it was painful. And I actually ended up with a pick line on TPN, which is total parenteral nutrition via a bag of stuff and I also had a feeding tube wow yeah um I was on that and nothing by mouth for about 10 to 12 weeks goodness oh. gracious so like again like the relearning to eat and going through everything I've gone through about three times now good mm. gravy <laughs> but you know I always say like I always try to be very transparent and I feel like it's important to all also share the bad parts because obviously mm -hmm. it's not common but you know it does happen and even though you know it's happened I've overcome and I've risen up and I'm still going and I'm still strong and maybe sharing that will make someone else not feel alone yeah for sure yeah so what were what were the circumstances surrounding the most recent failure um so I was weaning off of my medications that I had been on to try and see if the reflux was completely gone. Um, basically with a ligament terrace cardiopexy, they wrap a ligament that's from your like umbilical cord to your liver. They take it and they wrap it around your esophagus, pulling your sleeve down out of your diaphragm and they dilate your sleeve and sew it into your abdomen. So many, so many medical terms. So basically four inches of my esophagus is also in my abdomen now. Um, and because I had lost more weight, the fat padding around where that ligament is loosened 
And so essentially it failed and I started getting reflux again. And yeah. Yeah. And so do they think that having the bypass is going to be like the, the cure all for it? Yes, obviously. Why they chose this one first is because I've had three abdominal surgeries and they felt like my risk score of needing to go back into surgery 15 years after having bypass would be a very high risk. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why they kind of essentially went this way first. Um, It has showed that it has been successful in, I think I was his 26th patient and he's only had two people fail. Um, again, that's only my surgeon that there's other people doing it. Um, but obviously that was the case that it could possibly fail and I would have to go to bypass. And so he thinks that bypass essentially will be the end all be all cure and surgical intervention. Cause I, it this will be my ninth one in a year. Oh, oh God. yeah. <laughs> again, I try to stay super positive. I I struggle. I have my moments where I break down and I'm like, why the hell me? But that's my name, Bariatric Warrior. I'm going to keep going. (laughs) And that is such an appropriate name Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. (laughs) So with your initial surgery, did you go through your insurance for that? I paid out of pocket because my BMI was 398 Oh my required it to be 40 or have a very severe comorbidity and I had sleep apnea um, but it was very mild it was not to the grade where I had to pay for it so I paid out of pocket and then since then has your insurance covered the complications oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my insurance has changed three times um they did cover this second surgery. They covered some of the stuff prior to that. And then my insurance will change in two weeks. And then we actually have a bariatric um, lawyer that actually goes after insurance companies to get revisions covered, actually helping us. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So we're pretty confident that they're going to pay for this one. I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, me neither. That's really interesting. Yeah, he lives in um, California. I'm in Washington. Um, but they have used him for the other patient that theirs failed, with the, had the same thing as me. And they got their denial turned around and they covered it. So they're pretty hopeful. He's going to do exactly the same thing that he did with that. Yeah. So is this something that the doctor's office is providing? Yes, my surgeon. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. And luckily, my surgeon has been there by my side through it all and has not given up on me. And literally, like, I have his cell phone number. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Did you have any other health conditions prior? Uh, the gastroparesis. Um, insulin resistance, PCOS. Have those improved at all? Uh, yeah, the gastroparesis is gone. That's cured. Yay. Sleep apnea, I don't have any more. And insulin resistance, I will say it's definitely gotten better um, in terms of like the symptoms of that. 
Um, usually a big one with PCOS and that is like something called acanthosis, which is you get like the dark ring. Uh-huh. Um, that's gone. Uh, my A1C has always been low. Now it's more low. Um, but yeah, those things have gotten better. That's and, awesome. And what kind of support system do you have? Uh, the only in real life person that I had for my surgery was my partner. He has been very supportive of everything and stood by my side through everything that has gone on. Uh, my family lives in Florida, though, so it's like way far away. My yeah. mom did come up. Um, like I was like five days post up. Uh, she came up for 10 days. So I had her. Um, and then, of course, the bariatric community on Instagram um, very supportive and kind of found my people there. And like, you know, people who've had bariatric surgery are the ones who understand, who see you, who know kind of, you know, what you're going through. Yeah. Have, even though it's different, it's different journeys and whatnot. We all, we all have similar struggles. Yeah. I have found the Instagram community to be a huge help during this time. Definitely, definitely. So usually we ask about buyer's remorse. Have you? (laughs) (laughs) Has has that been an issue for you? (laughs) No, absolutely not. Despite everything and probably being the poster child for complications and whatnot, absolutely, I do not regret it at all. That's... That's a, a great mindset to have. Yeah. I've certainly have times where like I say why me, but it has given me so much more strength. It has showed me all that I can get through and fight and not stop fighting. And it's, you know, allowed me to help other people. Because after this happened to me, like, there's been several people that have had similar things, and I've been able to be there. Oh, yeah, sure. And then, and they're able to be there for you, too, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. And it's good to know that you're not alone in in that situation. Definitely. So what kind of non-scale victories have you had? Ooh, obviously everyone loves the towel. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. <laughs> the towel, the airplane seat belts. Oh gosh. Oh, being able to like sit crisscross in a booth. Yeah. Fun. Um I don't know. What else? I mean the other day I was at work and I had one foot like kind of under my butt and then the other one was propped up in the seat and I was like oh my goodness I am sitting like a pretzel right here and this is amazing yeah I think I think it's like those things that you're just like you're not even thinking about and then you're like it shocks you you're like oh (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah it's pretty fun whenever you realize those and do you have a favorite non-food reward? Non-food reward. 
Um, I'm a nerd, so I'm big into Pokemon. <laughs> so <I'll, laughs> yeah. So like I will go like buy myself some Pokemon card booster packs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you play Pokemon Go? Is that still yeah. a thing? Yes, I do. And when I was doing a step bet, I would go and play Pokemon Go because it's distracting and it just makes the steps go by quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I keep wanting to do step bets and then I'm afraid that like I won't meet the goals. I feel like I mean, start small. There's a lot yeah. of ones that are like super small and it goes off like if you have like an iPhone um or an Apple Watch or Fitbit, it goes off like your normal activity that it tracks. So like I've seen some people where it's like you have to meet twenty six thousand steps in one day and I'm like, no, no. I don't think I could do that. No, definitely not. I mean, mine, at some point you have to work. Yeah, mine, I think, uh, was like 7,500 steps, which was pretty easy. Yeah. So do you exercise at all? Um, that journey has been non-existent for me just because of everything. Yeah. Um, when I was feeling really good for those four to six months after the first revision, I was walking a lot. Um, and basically, my exercise is just walking right now. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what I do, too. Mm-hmm. It's so relaxing. Well, and I think, especially, you know, for people with a sedentary lifestyle, myself specifically, but just getting up and doing that walking, even though it seems small, it seems inconsequential. Yeah. But, you know, if if you look at, well, I would have not taken those 5,000 steps or however many it is to go walk, mm-hmm. you add that up, you know, over the course of a week, it, it really does add up. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, even if you take five minutes in the morning and you do something new and whether that is, Hey, I walked around the block once you're moving your body. Yeah. Important. Yeah. I recently added um, the Peloton to my routine and I'm having a more difficult time finding motivation to do that than I am the walking because it's really hard. <laughs> oh Yeah. And your butt hurts afterwards. (laughs) Oh, it most definitely does. Those seats are not comfortable. And because we've lost weight, there's like no cushion there. (laughs) Zero cushion. Uh, Yeah, I have the the Lululemon mirror. Yeah. I have no motivation to use that thing. (laughs) What? Yeah, I've used it like three times. How does it work? um you it kind of turns on you pick like a routine they literally have everything from like bar to yoga to pilates to literally anything you can think of and it has like an instructor and at times you it tracks your heart rate it tracks how much calories you've burned and you just like sit there and do the stuff that they're doing on the screen but it also is a mirror yeah that's interesting. I haven't heard of that before. Yeah. 
So I think once I get past this final revision, heal from that, um, I definitely want to do a lot more like weightlifting because I want to tone and whatnot. Yeah. I find that like, Mm -hmm. I'm really inspired by several accounts where they, it's women that are lifting, but Mm -hmm. then I just can't bring myself to actually do it. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I think that it's my, it's definitely mindset and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you have to actually go do it. (laughs) And you got to figure out a way to do it safely. Yeah. You don't want to hurt yourself. Chris messed his back up pretty good trying to lift. Yeah. So we avoid weights around here <laughs> if we can. <laughs> or do it seated. Like if you want to just do arms or whatnot. I've I've thought about doing that in the meantime. You don't realize how much of your back is involved with mm-hmm. arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably now that she said that it wouldn't be a bad idea for me to take my weights to work and then just do it at my desk. There is so much, there's a lot of dog ear ear flapping (laughs) and now they want to play. I think it's going to be playtime here in just a second. Nice. They have been flapping their ears every five seconds. And they are the laziest dogs. They've been on the couch all day, and then now it's playtime. <laughs> That's how it works, I feel like. <laughs> They're making me crazy. Um, so this might be a stupid question, but what has been the most physically challenging part of your journey? Physically challenging part of my journey. Oh... I can, I mean, I have the mental challenging part, but, um, yeah, the challenge. Oh, I mean, was it not eating anything by mouth for 12 weeks? Cause that would be challenging for me. But then again, is that mental, mentally challenging? Both. I feel like it probably could be both. Yeah. Um, honestly, again, something super weird, which I don't find with a lot of people is, I've only experienced head hunger twice and it's almost been a year. And I also have only experienced true, like feeling hungry, like wanting to actually eat. Like I know I have to eat, so I do, but truly that experience of hunger, that's challenging. Um, Cause it's only happened one time. So I don't know. My initial thought was to be like, man, you're so lucky, but I don't know if that actually is that lucky. Yeah. I mean, because- you've only commented a handful of times since years that you were hungry. You said like, I need to eat. Yeah, but I do experience hunger. Oh. I just don't always vocalize it. Uh-huh. Yeah, mine is like, okay, every two to three hours, I need to eat something type of thing. Like, I have to tell myself to do it or I won't do it. And it's because I'm just never hungry. And it might be because of everything that I've gone through. Yeah. Thing. Just someone t- like my surgeon and my nutritionist told me actually recently within the last two months that you haven't really been able to use your tool. You're still healing. And that hit very hard because it's very true. 
That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've lost a lot of weight and I have experienced the, did I actually work for this type of mindset before? Um, yeah, I did. I went through hell. And yeah. I was standing. just about to say, you've, you've gone through <laughs> a hell of a lot. You've yeah, definitely still standing, but, and so like I fought and my body fought, obviously, and I'm really proud of my body and what it's gone through and is still going through. So yeah, I may have not been able to use my tool how I'm supposed to, but I'm still, you know, doing something type of thing. And when I do get to the point where I can actually use my tool fully how it's supposed to, and I'm done healing. And I feel like that's when, you know, true life is going to begin for me. I'm still living and I'm trying to live more in the moment and day to day. But I think like truly living will happen. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying though, about the, (laughs) those moments of how I deserve this. Cause I, I feel like I would feel that way too. Yeah. Because the weight is coming off, but not because you're really working it. Yeah. You've had to completely change your lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I guess it all just depends on how you define quote unquote, earning it, quote unquote, working for it. I mean, if I had to completely change my everyday routine and my everyday habits, oh my God, that is mentally, emotionally, physically going to drain me yeah because i mean i'm a very much a creature of habit so if i had to completely change everything it would almost be like changing everything about me yeah which in my opinion hell yeah i earned it i had to Mm -hmm. change this and this and this and i can't do this anymore i've got to do this like you were saying every couple hours i got to make sure i eat something whether i'm hungry or not yeah that absolutely is is earning it and, and working for it yeah my- yeah and like they say weight loss surgery is not the easy way out it's hard no, as hell <laughs> and it's for life <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. so what are you looking forward to most oh i am oh uh well lots of things coming up i are are you guys going to the word show we yes. are. Yeah. So, so am I. I'm actually nominated in three categories. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I will be there. So I'll get to meet you. That's uh, great. So I look forward to that. So that's pretty cool to just be around like all your people and get dressed up and, you know, have a, have a moment for, you know, us in the community. I think that's awesome. Um, I'm also going with 13 other ladies in the bariatric community to a berry, we call it the berry ghouls, um, to a trip in Salem, uh, Massachusetts in October, which is going to be super fun. <laughs> so I kind of consider that a non-scale victory, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Traveling across the country. Yeah. And then I'm also going to be in my best friend's wedding standing as her maid of honor, which I've never done before. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, So that's pretty cool and exciting coming up. And then, of course, my hopefully, fingers crossed, last and final surgery. Hopefully. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> have your friend picked out her dresses yet for the yes I actually have my dress and that was a mind are we allowed to curse on here sure. <laughs> that was a mind fuck and a half um, yeah because like going to those stores because you may be a street size something but you go to those stores and nothing is ever the size yeah. that you are you have to size up like three three sizes in those things so that was kind of you know body dysmorphia like messed with me so I was like okay I got my dress like in August and I was like my year's gonna be October okay I'll size down two and hopefully you know that'll work out yeah about two inches in the back that won't zip and I'm like all right I got like 30 days I think I can get there (laughs) I'm sure you can Otherwise, I got a backup plan to go find some fabric that matches. And safety pins. Yes. <laughs> but it'll be fun regardless. Is it a pretty dress or did she pick out something horrible? Oh, no, it's really pretty. And That's it's good. It's like a juniper forest green, which I also have never worn green before, but it actually looks good. <laughs> so I'm branching out. <laughs> I keep I want to shop for the award show but I also don't know what size I'm going to be then so I keep holding off and I I want to do something that I've like never done before because I don't you know I'm a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl yeah and I want to like get out of my comfort zone and we're pretending like it's like grown-up prom so we're gonna dress (laughs) up like I'm just like sequins glitter <laughs> something I, like i don't wear that stuff either so i'm like yeah you could do that sequin dress that we saw the other night oh my god we <laughs> saw this chick last night we went out to see kevin hart nice. and there was this chick with the tiniest little slip of a dress on and it had all these sequins on it i was like what is she wearing it was so short i'm pretty sure just from like 10 rows back i'm pretty sure we saw her vagina yeah it was bad (laughs) it was so short like it was barely clothing (gasps) and she wasn't the only one no there there were a lot of ladies dressed like that told you gotta catch gotta catch kevin hart at seven and work the pole at 11 yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what tips would you give somebody just starting out on their journey research definitely lots of research um get plugged into a community uh instagram is way better than facebook don't go on facebook don't do it um um, and you know ask all of the questions even if you think it's a stupid question it's not a stupid question and you know know the possibilities of what to expect versus the rare things that could happen because no one told me what was going to happen to me. I didn't know anything about that. This could be a possibility. Yeah. I went into it with complete rose colored glasses and I thought nothing bad will happen. Everything will be great. And for me it was, but like I hear stories and I'm like, wow, like I should have done more research. Yeah. So I definitely think research is really important and then having that community because like, I don't know if you guys follow Berry Nation, they basically were my pride and savior through 
the worst of my complications. And if I didn't have them, like, I don't even know if I really be here anymore. Yeah. Like, so I think it's really important to have that community and have that support and know you're not alone. Yeah. Stephanie, we have really enjoyed talking with you and hearing about your story. Thank you. And I uh, feel honored and appreciate you guys having me on here. Of course. And we can't wait to meet you in November. Yes. I'm so excited. Exciting. <laughs> and that's so excited, exciting that you're nominated so many times too. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I, obviously I'm inspiring someone. <laughs> that must feel really good. It does. It does. And it's not even about that. There's so many incredible people that are nominated. And even those like, like, I know so many that were nominated, but didn't make the top four. Like, there's so many inspiring people in this community. And it's just so good to have like a night that's dedicated just to like all of us and everyone out there in the weight loss surgery community. Yeah, we're really looking forward to going. So thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Thank you. You too. And we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye.